For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. I mean, here's a guy that criticizes everybody, whoever they take. He's got the answers to uh, who you should take and who you shouldn't take. And all of a sudden, he's an expert. He's in our paper two days ago telling us who we have to take. Welcome in, folks, to another interview edition episode of the Believe in NFL Draft Prospects podcast. Today, you're going to get to hear from multiple former Northern Iowa NFL Draft prospects, including Spencer Brown, Ellerson Smith, and Briley Moore. Before we get to that, though, folks, we have a word from our sponsors. First up, let's hear from Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. The Masters is here. Bet Online has you covered for all of the news, scores, and odds that you need. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to their website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. I also want to talk to you folks about Canon, which is the best sunglass brand out there. It's time to make your outdoor experience better with Canon. Canon sunglasses are made exclusively with polarized lenses for optimal clarity. They're made with Japanese optics that make their lenses clearer, lighter, stronger, and Italian handcrafted frames that are impossible to scratch. Use their exclusive code KANONCAST15 at KANON.com to receive your 15% off bonus on your first pair. That's KANON, K-A-E-N-O-N-C-A-S-T-1-5. KANON, clearly better. And the last thing I need to tell you folks about before we get to hear this interview is about Sunday Scaries. Folks, if you happen to not know me as well as maybe my co-hosts do, um, I don't relax well with my crazy life. It's just hard to shut off my brain and chill. I overthink, I get easily stressed out, and it effing sucks. So I did my homework and I found Sunday Scaries, which are delicious and vitamin-boosted CBD gummies. They've become a must-have in my daily routine, and they chill me out in just about 20 minutes. Basically, they help me take the edge off so I can maintain my composure and live scare-free. And there is no risk to buy. The company offers a 100% lifetime money-back guarantee. If the product's not for you, that's okay. You'll get your money back. Sunday Scaries is in the stress-relieving business, not the stress-causing business. And I got 25% off to prove it. Visit sundayscaries.com and use promo code BELIEVE for your discount. That's promo code BELIEVE for 25% off at sundayscaries.com. They're amazing and you won't regret joining their squad. Welcome, everyone, to this Believe in NFL Draft Prospect Spotlight Interview Edition for the 2021 NFL Draft Process. This is a very different one, to be very honest with you. Usually, I'm doing one-on-one interviews with some of the top prospects in the 2021 class and even further into the future. This is not only an interview with a group of people, with four individuals specifically, 
But this is also with people that I have talked to before that I have a very high opinion of each and one of every one of their games. And they have gone through something that a lot of people have gone through. But the crazy part about it is that they've each taken very different paths. And if you go back to the last spring, going into the fall season, in theory, I wrote a piece about the Northern Iowa Panthers and what I thought was going to be a national title run. I thought they were had every opportunity to do so. And I've highlighted the 2016 recruiting class, which includes the four gentlemen that I have with me, Ellerson Smith, Spencer Brown, Riley Moore, and Xavier Williams, who are star players at that time for you and I. Coming off of a 10-5 and record, high expectations, third round of the FCS playoffs, and I thought that they were going to be a national title contender. Unfortunately, COVID hits. FCS, most, for the most part, gets pushed into the spring, and it's left these four individuals specifically in a little bit of a trial and error, trying to figure out what the best move is, because these are four men who have an opportunity to play at the next level. So I wanted to bring them all back together. We're going to relive just kind of some of the negative moments, but the great part about this conversation for me is although this is negative and adverse situations that were put in front of these young men, they each took advantage of it, found their own path. And now, I mean, three of them are about to play NFL football next year. And Xavier is just a year away from playing NFL football as well. So a lot of fun here. Riley, I want to start with you because I think out of all four of these guys, you were the first one that I interviewed, I believe. Yep. Back yep. On. And so you are a star tight end, two-time All-Missouri Valley. You actually were the only one of these four that played a ton when you were a true freshman. So you were actually a year of eligibility in front of them. Unfortunately, right. 2019 got delayed, you know, and uh, you got hurt in the first game against Iowa State. You took the red shirt. So it was looking like you were going to come back this past season for your redshirt senior season. Obviously, you were the first one also to make the decision. You you went to Kansas State. So, Briley, take me just through your process real quick. We've talked about it a little bit in the past, but why was that moment the right spot for you to leave the program in unfortunate circumstances? And why was Kansas State for you the best fit to play your final season at? Yeah, it was obviously a, a very hard decision just because of, you know, the guys that are on this call and the rest of the um, – rest of my teammates, my teammates there. But once things got shut down and we had no idea what was going on, um, I just, it started to kind of be on my heart a little bit and I started to think about it. Um, and I seen an opportunity to, to go make another one of my dreams come true to go play, um, football at the power five level, um, specifically in the, the big 12. Um, you know, so, you know, couple, couple days of conversations, uh, you know, with my family, uh, with the coaches. And I, you know, I decided to, to take, take the opportunity just because, you know, we had no clue what the future was going to hold. Um, you know, and looking now, we know there was no FCS season um, in the fall and I was able to play, which is, you know, uh, very fortunate, but um, at the time it was just, everything was unknown. So I decided that that was, was the best situation for me. Um and then once I did enter enter the portal, I obviously chose Kansas State just because uh, I knew the coaching staff played against them, uh, knew knew what they or how they use their tight ends um, and their offenses or in their offense, as well as you know, it was only two hours away from home, so I was able to go back, um, 
to the states where most of my family lives in um, and be a wildcat for a year, which I had family that were Kansas State fans. So, you know, it just it just always was able to play out really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And obviously, like I said, second team, all big 12 in your only season there, 338 yards receiving. So obviously it ended on a good note for you, right? Like playing in the big 12, playing closer to home. And you obviously had a nice season. Spencer, you're a guy that I've talked a lot about this because you're a 32 game starter at right tackle for you and I, and you're on the Feldman's freak list. And it's been well publicized at this point, whether it's from Bruce Feldman or from the article that I wrote uh, last spring, it's, you know, you're the former high school tight end defensive end that has grown into this six foot eight and a half offensive tackle that just went down to the senior bowl. And it's a great, remarkable story. And you're a guy, I mean, any college can always improve on the offensive line. So I feel like a minute you would have, if you decided to enter the transfer portal, you would have had many suitors, obviously. You took a different path and you said, that's not the right situation for me. So can you just go through a little bit why ultimately you did not even really, I've I, sounded like from when we talked before that you didn't even really entertain the portal too much. Yeah, and uh, I had a lot of conversations with my position coaches and, and Coach Farley and my family as well. And um, just moving somewhere, like this, the, the news broke to us in like August that they've, the day camp was supposed to start. So, I mean, a lot of teams were already underway and uh, there would have been a really awkward exchange between me and another school and showing up and then just being down in a, different university or, or city or state for three months uh, it was it was a big move and then obviously um going into a system where you don't know anybody and you don't have a relationship with them so um there's just a lot of unknowns for me and then uh just hearing in my corner i just like i said i talked to the, the coaches and my family and best decision for me was just not to not to entertain the idea like you said and um thankfully we got the invite to the senior bowl so i could put some film on tape and what I learned in the off season and my growth there. So the senior bowl was a, was a huge invite for me as well to go down there and, and display my talents with, without playing for like 14 months and same goes for Ellerson. Yeah, no, and I definitely, I definitely want to get into you and Ellerson's experience down in Mobile, but Xavier, I want to kind of kick it off with you because before we started, right. I kind of talked, like I haven't talked to you since you were in the portal, you made the transfer decision. You were a guy that I think it said you had an NC State offer. Obviously, you have now chosen to finish out your career at the University of Iowa. So go, bring me kind of just briefly into your experience in the portal and why that was the, ultimately the best spot for you to take, the best decision for you to make. Um, I had a couple. I had NC State and then Kansas State and then obviously Iowa. And then I, mean, I was talking with Bradley the whole time. Bradley was helping me out with this whole portal thing and just close people I'm close with. I was just staying in touch and asking Bradley whenever I needed questions. And then when I talked, Kansas State was, it was, uh, it was a tough decision between those two, him here in Iowa. But like Bradley told Bradley, I was like, if Iowa offers, it's just, that's where I'm going to end up. I mean, I'm from here, the Big Ten, and then, and the, what the, they've done in the past years with uh, their corners and stuff. So, that's that's came down to my decision. I know when I talked to Bradley about his transfer portal experience, he said that, you know, it was a really quick decision for him, right? Kansas State made a lot of sense for him. He wasn't in the portal too long. That was like kind of really quick process for you. How long was the process, Xavier? And, and, and was it an enjoyable experience at all getting recruited for a second time? Or was it kind of awkward? Like what was just the general feel of being in the portal? I, mean, I knew where I wanted to go the whole time. And it was Iowa, but 
it was kind of, it was, it was kind of overwhelming. It was just kind of doing all that over again. I mean, I knew where I wanted to be and I was just waiting for them to make the move. So. Mm-hmm. Right. And Ellerson, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think at one point you were also in the portal. Do I have that correct? Yeah. Yeah. So, so for you, obviously you, another different route, right? So you were in the portal. You ultimately made the decision that 2021 NFL draft was a better move than maybe taking the transfer. So can you just take me through that decision on your end? Yeah. Um, so like initially, uh, spur of the moment when FCS got canceled, I was, you know, like everyone else just playing my options. And I thought that the transfer portal was the best thing for me. Um, I was probably in there for like day and a half, two days. And then right after that, um, you know, the FBS canceled their season or postponed it for however long. And at that point I was like, you know, I don't, I don't want to, you know, end up in some other school or some other town, like Spencer was saying, like it's a, it's a big transition and a big move to play three months football. And especially if like, you know, football's up in the air. Um, a lot of SEC schools are SEC schools are saying, oh yeah, we might play in November. And I was like, yeah, that, that just wasn't, didn't didn't sound appealing to me so um you know i took the took the shot of uh entering the draft and you know, i was lucky enough to go senior bowl invite was able to play there and you know show off uh what i what i can do a little bit there yeah nine you had a, you had an outstanding week down at the senior bowl I've, I've been raving about you on every podcast i've been on since then and obviously you were a guy that i'm not surprised that you were a hot commodity in the portal over 21 tackles for loss 14 sacks in 2019 uh, Ellerson, even though you're only in for a couple days, was it chaotic? Were people just hitting you up randomly? Like, what, what was just kind of the general feel of being in there? Yeah, it was. Um, it was interesting. I mean, obviously, <clears throat> my Twitter was all over the place, and well, my phone was was really hot. But it was um, it was nice because you know, once I got to talk to coaches, it kind of like left some of the like sprinkles that they put on in high school. Like, oh, we got this weight room. Oh, we got these jerseys and it was kind of just got to the point, like what scheme do you run? Like, who do you need? And like, where do I fit in? And that was pretty nice to just talk to coaches about that and cut out all the extra stuff. So that was, that was nice. Um, but yeah, it was pretty interesting few days. And speaking of interest, a few days, let, let's go to the senior bowl real quick with you guys. So Ellerson, again, you were a guy that measured in great. You were over six foot six, 260 plus pounds. You had a great wingspan, like everything checked the boxes and then what impressed me so much is, you know, on your film, you see you winning on the outside track, around the edge, doing some inside moves at times, but they move you inside a bunch in those one-on-ones. And you saw just your versatility for me to be in that inside-outside player that no matter where you align him, he can create pressure. The experience down at Mobile, I know it was a little different, but obviously you got that game film, kind of like Spencer talked about, those game reps. How was your experience just overall down in Mobile? Yeah, I mean, it was a lot of fun. Um, it was something that I was extremely grateful for. Like the whole week, you know, I was just gonna was able to like sit back and smell the roses because I was like, wow, this is this is really exciting. This is one of what I wanted to do for forever. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to go there and like, you know, I had no clue where my, where my game was at because it's been so long. But you know, I was yeah. preparing as much as I could this offseason. It's hard to tell, and um, when you're in the front seven, because you can't really get a live look unless you're, you know have you know offensive line and pads on like so that was a a little nerve-wracking for that but after the first day you know after some walkthroughs and stuff got the nerves out I was able to you know do what I do what I could um just wanted to show that I could play anywhere special teams 
three tech if I had to, um, and just go out there and compete. Mm-hmm. And Spencer, I hate Twitter sometimes because I kept seeing people on your first day because you lost a couple reps, right? And people were like, "Oh man, look at oh, this this offensive tackle from good FCS." Good thing I had that butt pad in, boys. So been bruised back there. <laughs> right, right. Dale <laughs> got you on one, man. Dale got you on one, and I was just like, "Man, this like Ellerson just or you said actually to start here, like you hadn't played football in fourteen months. Like, chill out, man." And then you saw the 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 growth the next day in day three. And you were dominant the rest of the week. And I thought you had a really good game as well. So just the talk to me a little bit about your experience. Cause obviously um, for me, the, the, what, what NFL evaluators like to look at is they don't care what you look like on day one. They care what you kind of progress throughout the week. And for me, I think you left the senior bowl, a big winner. Yeah. So going down, I didn't want to expect either about your uh, California training with Joe and just daily and he's been offering advice and not only advice but as well as like give me tips of the tr- tricks of the trade uh what works for him and his experience down there it's, it's changed a bit since he's played down there but i mean it's still football so just learn from him um the, the months that i've been out here so i had a good idea going into it and my technique got better but like like ellerson said you can sit there and, and hit bags for hours and until you're tired but i mean you go out there against a real human it's gonna be a whole different ball game so uh, the first day was was banging the rust off for sure, and then um, the Dolphins old line coach pretty much said what you said. They don't care about what you can do day one; it's what you can do day three, and then the game, what you learn. So, um, just just learning as fast as you could. And it wasn't like fall camp where it's like an easy into it, and I mean you're gonna like get acclimated to the to the situation. I, mean, I think Ellerson was across from me on the bus on the way to the first practice. It's all about to throw up, dude. I'm so nervous. But then uh, that first draft, I mean, it was live and, and your eyes are wide awake and you're on, you're on it for the next uh, two hours. So it was a good experience for sure. Something I'll, I'll remember for a long time and, and I'm very grateful to be able to go down there and play. Oh, absolutely. I know it's a blessing to be able to, to test yourself, right? Not playing football for so long, get some of the best in the country. Spencer, is there a player that maybe, I don't want to say they impress you the most, but do you want to just name drop a defensive lineman for you that really just kind of showed you that he was – one of the best football players, obviously, there. There's a right Besides answer. Ellison. There you yeah, go. Ellison, that's, that's, I mean, I'm, we were – Non-teammate. Going with Ellison. Non-teammate. Uh, not, not my own teammate. Um, I think Jonathan Cooper from Ohio State was was a big shot for me. Dalen Hayes, like you said, um, I was expecting a whole bunch of speed from from both those guys. They had the power to go with it. So, like, if you look at FCS guys, the – Six three six four smaller bodies. It's going to be like your quick twitch. Well, six three six four little smaller bodies, and in the Big Ten and Notre Dame, they can still run you over. So they have a, it's, a, it's the whole different ball game out there. It's good to experience yeah. it though. Uh, for sure. And Ellerson, I, I should have I should have phrased that question better for Spencer. So I'm going to phrase it better for you. Who's the best non-teammate that you felt like that you went against during Senior Bowl week? The best offensive lineman that maybe I don't want to say gave you trouble, but just gave you a good battle. Yeah. Um... I think uh, Jalen Moore from Western Michigan was pretty good. Um, him and him and Raddins from NDSU, I thought I thought were both pretty good and uh, solid in their technique. And overall, were pretty good players. Um, but yeah, those two probably stuck out to me. Gotcha. And I know Spencer's been training a little bit with Dylan Raddins out there in California with Joe Staley, like you kind of mentioned. Riley, I know you were. I think you were at CGS. Was that right? College Ground Showcase. Yes. Yep. Okay. Yep. Um, so how has your all-star been experience been? Because it's been a, a very strange one this year, right? We had the East-West game, then the NFL PA Bowl, both fully virtual. So some limited opportunity. But I saw some nice measurements from you. I think you were over six foot four, 251 pounds. So so you kind of checked those boxes. How has just been the all-star circuit been for you? 
Right. Yeah, um, it was good. It was a good experience. I uh, had gotten the East-West Shrine and then the NFLPA um, invites. So originally, I didn't plan on going down to the CGS until uh, they canceled the combine the day before. Um, so at about five o'clock on Monday night, my agent called me. He was like, yeah, you have a, a flight in the morning at 6 a.m. I'm like, all right, there we go. So I didn't really have any preparation for it. Just, you know, went down there. But, um, you know, obviously it was there was on field work. There was no actual game. I didn't do anything. uh, Didn't do anything on the field. I just did interviews. Um, So it was, you know, it was a good time to be able to get down there face to face with scouts um, and just be able to talk football for a couple of days. And, and Briley, how many I, I know that there may have been some limited capacity for scouts just because of travel and all that type of stuff. How many how many teams do you think you met with down at CGS? Um, I think it was right at 20. 20. OK, that's a good number. That's a really good number. Yep. And how have, how have the uh, how's the interview process been for you since then? Teams reaching out and starting to get those those introductory interviews and obviously more in yep. depth. Yep. No, they, they've been fun. It's uh, it's interesting uh, whenever they pull up your film um ask you to go to the plays and whatnot but like i said just you know i enjoy talking football football. being able to talk football um with coaches and starting or with scouts and then you know starting to get familiar with uh position coaches uh you know it's been fun and i'm excited to continue to you know talk to the rest of the teams and uh talk with with position coaches see them down at uh at pro day next week um over the next couple months, just continuing to build those relationships. Absolutely. And I know that's going to be a really heavily anticipated pro day. I just talked to Jackson Scott Brown today, actually, uh, just, just talking with him a little bit. I know he's going to be over there with you guys as well. He's like, thank God for, for these three coming out this year, because there's going to be a big crowd, obviously, to, uh, to get in front of as well. So I know we heavily anticipated pro day over um, not only Kansas State, but UNI too, when Spencer and Ellerson are up there. Xavier, I, I wanted to kind of ask you now, because obviously with this transition to Iowa, right, I, I know there's obviously some people are really looking forward to seeing just how you kind of mesh in. First of all, are you on campus yet? When are you planning to get there? And just how is that transition going if it has started yet for you? Yeah, I've been here since uh, the end of January when they started school. So we're, we're doing uh, winter workouts right now. And the transition has been smooth. It, it's been, uh, I love it here. So it's been really good. Mm-hmm. And are, are they planning on, I, cause I know uh, Xavier, you, you obviously have played a lot of corner, you played safety, you play kind of all over the defensive backfield for you and I, uh, do you know what they plan on using you? Or is it just kind of like a Jack of all trades type of player? I think we're going we're gonna to start at the corner. Start at the corner. For- gotcha. Awesome. I know they're a, they're a heavy, heavy zone team. Am I right there, Iowa? Yeah, they play, they play quite a bit of zone. Quite a bit. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, I know I'm definitely looking forward to seeing you over there, obviously. Iowa, like you said, has had a nice tradition, especially recently with guys like Desmond King and Josh Jackson a couple years ago. A lot of really good corners. Uh, Manny Rogamba, who finished up at Miami, Ohio, was also there as well. So very talented um, team there for sure. Uh, Spencer, take me, take me to the pro day real quick. We're, we're kind of winding down here. Um, how excited are you? And, and maybe just for the general feeling after the senior bowl to the teams that you've talked to and just some feedback that you've gotten. Oh yeah. It's been, uh, not too busy, re- uh, recently with the teams, uh, down at senior bowl, we met with all of them. So they kind of got 
all those uh, questions out of the way and then moving forward, it'll be more like the film questions. Like Bradley said, just pulling up film and going through it. Um, I have some of those meetings set up here uh, late March after the pro day. So uh, next next thing for us is, is pro day and just uh, doing performing well out there. And then that's just another step towards the draft. And then after that, it's going to be meetings and, and smooth sailing, just waiting. So um, I'm anxious to get the pro day out of the way, uh, go out there and test well and, and get back out there with Ellerson in the dome once, once again. And, have a good time. Yeah. And I know the, uh, everybody's already seen the measurements on you, obviously six, eight and a half, 34 plus inch arms. And I know a lot of people are going to be anticipating that Spencer, because of course you were on the Feldman's freak list, right? So people are going to be like, Oh, there's the freak. They want to see kind of what you have planned. Can you, can you tease us with some numbers? I'm going to come to Ellerson on this one next. And then maybe Briley, can you give me some numbers? I need something. Uh, I'm not too sure. We haven't, I haven't tested like 225 yet. I did it like in the summer, but I was like around 30 and then hopefully four nine. And then I don't know the pro agility, but uh, just fast. We're going to say that. That's, that's the goal. Okay. Eller said you got, you got some fast numbers that I can hear. Uh, you know, uh, just stay tuned, man. We'll see. Stay tuned. I love it. Brian, you got to give me something. These guys are pl- keeping a notch a lot. Hey, I got nine days, and I'll I'll, I'll hop back on here and, and talk about it with you. Okay, all right, sounds good. We got to set up another interview then for the uh, <laughs> post pro day uh, festivities. And right. La- last thing I wanted to end you guys on here is obviously this is weird. This is kind of a weird situation because I'm watching you and I now play football here in the spring, which is bizarre to me. One with just spring football, <laughs> like this is the weirdest thing in the world. But then also, I, I think it's kind of. I, I, I'm going to guess, and I just kind of want to hear one quick take from you guys to let you get out of here. I'm going to assume that it's very bittersweet to watch them play, obviously. But I think it's really good for FCS football because that's the only football on right now, right? Like people have eyes to it. So, Xavier, if I could start with you just, is it weird watching the guys? How much are you paying attention to the games? Do you find yourself like you're, you feel like you're on the sideline rooting people on? Like what's just kind of the general feel of this? I mean, I'm excited to watch them play, obviously. I mean, I've watched both games so far, and I plan on to keep watching them and supporting them. I'm still really close with everybody there. I mean, I wish nothing but the best for them. I think they have a good good chance this year. Well, this, this whole spring thing, I think they're going to make a big run. And, yeah, I'm excited for them. Yeah, fresh off a 21 nothing victory the other day. So, obviously, they're off to a – And I think they were missing quite a bit of players, so – yeah, and I was I was I mean, unfortunately they they were on the short end the first week. I know that that um, South Dakota State game they were winning for for a large portion of that game. So unfortunately that one went a little awry for them. But I, I agree. I think they have a really good team. I mean, I just wanted to see you guys on this final season, man, to see what you guys could have accomplished. I, I think it's a real it's a real shame, um, honestly. But Ellerson, kind of the same question to you. I know it's it's got to be a little bittersweet, but how proud are you are of, of the guys in the same adverse situation that you went through? But the guys like Jared Brinkman and all those dudes and and Isaiah, like they're all they all kind of went through a lot too, obviously. But they kind of weathered the storm and and they're they're playing football again, so it's great. Yeah, man, it's been. I mean, I've had a lot of fun watching them. Um, like I haven't watched a game since probably my redshirt year, so it's kind of nice to just sit back and enjoy it and see, you know, all these dudes' hard work pay off. Um, I think everyone looks really good. Like, you know, um, that's exciting because, you know, you never know. It's always a new season. And but Unite does a good job of reloading and getting everyone ready. Um, I think that they need to put uh, some of these FCS games on national TV and kind of shorten them on ESPN Plus. You know, yes, everyone I talk to is like, you know, 
this is the worst time of the sports for the year. Like, just throw throw some football on there because people like watching it. So, you know, it'd be nice to get them on, like, at least ESPNU or something like that. But maybe yeah. down the road if they keep winning, we'll see how it goes. Oh, uh, they have to, man. They have to. I mean, they, they would capitalize so much right now. You know, it's the only I'm saying, man. Everybody wants to watch football, right? And it's the only yeah. football on right now besides the band control football league. But I personally rather watch FCS. But it's really good football, man. People people will appreciate will appreciate it once they start watching it. Absolutely, and I I think that I mean the valley's wide open too, man. Because we're seeing a couple upsets. You know, it, it, I think this thing could go either way. Like like Xavier said, I think you and I has a really good chance this spring. And Spencer, I saw you. You put a tweet out, man. And you said, I think you said something like, oh, I can watch this UNI defense all day. So just kind of the the weird feeling of being an alumni, I guess, right? And, and taking a seat and, and cheering on the guys. Yeah, it's, it's weird to use the word alumni, but I'm a part of it now. And uh, tune in every Saturday or Friday like we did the, the first week of the year. But um, like all those guys said, I mean, it's awesome to watch them play. It's exciting. I mean, I get excited every Saturday that comes. It feels like I'm playing and then. To add on to that, it's fun to see like the younger guys that you try to help along the way and them stepping into the starting roles and, and watching them do well. And knowing that you probably, I might have had a little piece to, to help them out there and, and give them some tips to, to their success. So uh, it, it's it's really cool to watch the younger guys go out there and play as well as the whole team. And, and they're doing well. And Briley, leaving off on you, like, like Spencer said, you're seeing some of the younger guys step up. You're seeing some of the the great players that have been successful with you guys that, that are still there also be successful. Like Jared Brinkman, who I mentioned, right. Who's been a great football player, obviously for you and I over the last couple of years, just the feeling of watching those guys be successful. It's nice to have that 21, nothing victory, even though Xavier said, you know, we're, we're a couple guys down and they're still pulled out a very impressive victory. Yeah. I mean, first those guys, you know, they deserve it. They deserve to be able to play right now after um, everything they've had to go through starting fall camp, um, getting canceled, turned into to off-season workouts all the way through the fall while having to watch, you know, other conferences actually be able to play football. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, starting, I mean, they, they deserve to be able to play right now. So I couldn't be more happy for those guys. And, you know, watching, like Spencer said, watching uh, especially the tight ends playing Alex Allen, um, seeing them put a, put a fullback out there, Liam McComas uh, running in there, knocking heads. Um, you know, it just, it just gets me excited. I'm, I'm more excited to watch them play than, than I am, you know, for myself, watching myself play. So I'm like, you know, they, they deserve it. Um, you know, they're fun to watch. And like the guys have kind of said, like, I think they got a, a, a real, real opportunity to, to, um, go and get it this year. Absolutely. I, I think that's a great way to end it again. I'm with four members of the 2016 you and I. Uh, Northern Iowa football recruiting process. And obviously they were great football players, each individually. Spencer Brown, offensive tackle. Ellerson Smith, defensive end. Xavier Williams, defensive back. He could play a little bit of everything. And Briley Moore, obviously tight end, who ended his career at Kansas State. Great men, great football players. This was a lot of fun for me to present kind of where their journey has taken them. And for everybody listening out there, we have four future NFLers. We appreciate you all for tuning in to this update special with you and I. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. 
Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.